what's up everyone and welcome back to another episode of the smoking section as always i'm your host kj and on today's episode i'm joined by a new member of the autoflower review team here to tell us more about his garden and share some of his growing techniques welcome to the show lebowski known on ig as dude grows what's going on man hello everybody welcome thank you kj how's everyone doing um Dude, man, how do we kick this thing off here? Appreciate you guys for having me on the team. Um, I've been doing this for probably just shy of a year doing autos and DWC. So my experience would be for harvest, I would say. Um, recently switched over to cocoa, and that's been a whole learning process. I didn't know about having to buffer it or pre-buffer it, so I was burning the hell out of all my babies. <laughs> I'm sure Daz, Night Owl, hopefully he doesn't see this, because I killed all the LeComptons and Wilsons. Oh, God. I think he uh, he works with us, man. He's part of it. He might listen to it. You never know. But uh, we'll get into all that. So uh, first things first, it's the smoking section. So we got to get something lit up. What'd you, uh, what'd you bring to smoke with us? Oh, today I'm smoking on some leftover uh, Mephesto's Wedding, um, probably down to my last eighth of it. Right. Uh, I've got a little forbidden that... runts here from my uh, forbidden runts auto from Fast Buds. Oh, nice, nice. I've been wanting to, to do Fast Buds for a while. I'm excited to do that, that one. Um, I think you sent me the Lemon... I don't have the list in front of me. Well, let me take a look. It's right here on our Discord. So let's see here. You got a uh, fast budge, you said? Yeah. Let's see. Dude, grow. How was your turnaround on the one you're smoking now from seed to harvest? Um, I think it was just 60 or 70 days. It was fantastic, though. I'm. I'm a huge fan of runts. It's just that's like one of the hype strains that I just absolutely love. And, Did you? Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't happen to look at they train it or anything. Yeah, yeah. I do uh, LST on all of them. It was grown in cocoa. Oh no. Yeah, what that? Here. Is that like a uh, gallon or five gallon? Three gallon. Three gallons of cocoa. And what that produced from from seed to harvest is always what excites me about autoflowers the most. So I'm curious, what was your finish? Let's see here. Let me pull up my list. Where is my list? Oh, here we go. Uh, Forbidden Runs netted 152 grams for me. Now, usually right. fast buds, that's just kind of how it goes for me. I, I don't know about other people, but when I grow fast buds, it just by volume, it just seems like fast buds are just a more compact plant. Mm -hmm. So they don't nice. net quite as much, but the, the terpenes are always there every single time. So, yeah, if, if I can get anything about 150, one, like if it's like something, I had a uh, Livers BX, it was a freebie. And it was real small. Um, it only gave me, I think, maybe 89 grams dried. But was if you talk about flavor-wise and terpene, was was absolutely bubblegum, like, out of this world. I've never had that much bubblegum in my life. This is Liam with Atlas Seed. 
proud sponsor of the Autoflower Review. For direct access to the best of the best of our genetic library, check out our breeder selection marketplace at www.atlasseed.com. Now to the review. Um, it was delicious. <laughs> it smoked Good fast. Stuff, <laughs> Good stuff. Well, I was looking here. I don't know. I guess we'll have to uh, we'll have to have a talk with Mike because I don't see your list on the genetics list of what we got you running. Uh, I can maybe pull it up if I jump in here. Mike's been slacking. We're going to call him out. <laughs> no, no, no. He sent me a list here. Let's see. Now my phone doesn't want to work. You're smoking on that. You do a lot of fast buds or you just... How many do you usually run being over there? I run a perpetual grow. Uh, I'm licensed for 15 plants, and uh, I try to do a perpetual grow anyway. I'm actually okay. working on my uh, a new tent, so now hopefully I'll have indoor um, an indoor cocoa tent, which is what I normally run. I'm going to have a 2x4 that will be dedicated to some Sohum living soil. Um, those guys gave me a bag of that so i'm gonna just, i'm gonna give it a try see if i can uh, make that work i usually do living soil out in my greenhouse but uh we'll try it and then uh, my dwc tent is going to be a new two by four running some new level dwc buckets and so two by four four by four and uh Another greenhouse four. is that what i'm hearing two four by fours a two by four uh, technically a two by two, but I just use that for drying. And then, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, then I have a 10 by 10 greenhouse. Nice. I also nice. have a hoop house. I just don't have it up this year. That sounds like a, like a blast. A lot of uh, experimenting you can play with over there. Oh yeah, That's for sure. The... I've, uh, I've got some Atlas that I'm actually, some Atlas auto flowers about to take down. It was a gummy bears and a GMO that I was running outdoor. Uh, actually, they are only running in about a quarter of a gallon of soil, and they produced, uh, I don't know, I, I haven't cut them down yet, but if I had to guess, I'd say maybe like a good quarter ounce, maybe like eight grams, ten grams, yeah. maybe. But it looks like some fantastic stuff. So for a quarter of I'm a actually, gallon of soil, that's a win. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I love that. So that's actually what distracted me when I first started doing the DWC was I... Well, maybe if I I went to this Easy Ponic, shout out that guy. He he's cool. Um, and but I just happened to grab. I think they were like not even thirty two ounces, maybe. Um, but the problem I had was when the roots were getting so abundant, uh, they actually the the tubing was hard and the the product. I know he changed it now to softer tubing, um, and it had crushed my roots and stuff. So I, I went away from that, and then I custom made that Boulder can. Anyways, the reason I say that is because I I, my, I was so intrigued with little amount i can put in there and and see the return at the time i had the luxury to have the time to to you know pretty much watch it all day if you will so it did require a lot more water especially towards the end uh... what's up this is gordy with cutting edge solutions here to tell you about our premium fertilizer products we make everything dye-free, hormone-free, PGR-free, and sodium chloride-free. Check out our cannabis-specific fertilizers and additives for your next grow. www.cuttingedgesolutions.com, and you can find us on Instagram at Cutting Edge Solutions. So let me ask you this, your, uh, your DWC, is it... Uh... 
that seemed really to be the the key to growing because so far I've never seen a plant grow so fast and so rapid as these these plants in DWC. Oh yeah, uh, DWC I I feel is superior. I feel like it gives you the most bang for your buck as long as you can keep your temperatures dialed in. Um, and I'm also learning, you know, less is more. Definitely less is more. Yeah, man. The uh, the thing with DWC that I found is it, it it makes it simpler as long as you have everything dialed in. I don't know what uh, what what nutrients you use, but recently I've been using uh, crop salt. And you talk about simple. I mean, I think it's like 12 grams of A and about 12, 10 to 12 grams of B, something like that. Real simple recipe into four gallons of water directly into the, the five gallon DWC bucket. And I just leave it alone. I have no nutrient issues. I have no deficiencies. My roots look pristine. I mean, and maybe there's some luck playing into a little bit of that, but I've just tried to be careful with it, and I followed the directions, and it's been an absolute success. It I found it to be really simple, and less is more. Um, the biggest issue I had was, or that I have, rather, is simply because I don't have a filter system, I have to go physically fill up five gallon bucket, you know, five gallon um, water buckets, maybe four of those a week. So yeah, it gets a little taxing on the body. But again, if you had money to play with and you had an automated system like that, then yeah, hands down, it's always going to be a win, in my opinion. So have you mostly just, just do DWC? You said you were, uh, you're going to start doing some cocoa soon too? Yeah, so that's the thing. I uh, did the cocoa. Well, I did the DWC for about nine months, and then um, I switched over. And it was that strawberry nuggets and DWC took 121 days, which was kind of crazy. Um, but the nugs, I got, it, it really put on a lot of weight. I think I got uh, close to eight, seven ounces. Um, for strawberry nuggets, it's pretty good. Um, I think Mephesto claims two to five ounces. Anyways, um, maybe even lower, two to four. Um, but the, uh, the cocoa I find easy, um, uh, I guess because I did DWC first, but again, I, I almost find it harder because DWC, if there's a problem, you can switch it out right there. Cocoa, I got to flush it. And, you know, I, I messed up by doing the pre-buffering thing and or not pre-buffering at first, rather. Now, what kind of cocoa are you using? Uh, it was Plantex. <laughs> plant, plant, Planetex. Does that sound about right? Uh, personally, or, I haven't heard of that one, but. Yeah, it was uh, just, you know, 10 bucks, uh, I think, for uh, four bricks and, um, you know, expanded that. But I didn't realize I had to flush it out. So I, I did that and I started mixing my uh, uh, hydrogen in there because I, I already had the hydrogen for DWC. So this one, you know, I've learned a lot. If I were to do cocoa again, um, 
I would definitely use perlite and then, you know, do a layer on the bottom of hydrogen and change a lot of things. Make sure there's, uh, you know, I would use fabric uh, pots, stuff like that. Yeah, uh, cocoa has a tendency to to suck up cow mag a lot. So usually uh, something that they always tell you is is the first time you start running it or beforehand, you'll have to buffer it with like a cow mag type of deal. But yeah, and see, I didn't know that at the time, and I unfortunately burnt up a lot of night owl gear that I was stoked to get. It was the, the La Compton, unfortunately. But live and learn. It's all a lesson. I've learned. I've learned uh, a lot, a lot just in this year, um, and I'm still learning. You know, I've learned something even today. You telling me something earlier. Um, yeah, even. Even some of these home growers, you know, if 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 they uh, have the money for it and can afford it, there's cocoa out there like uh, like growers cocoa and uh, too poor from uh, Royal Gold. Those guys make a, a cocoa that's like pre mixed with uh, perlite, and those those particular bags are I think they're pre buffered, so those are like you pour it into a, a pot and you don't have an issue with it after that. Take your grow to a new level with new level hydroponics, state-of-the-art hydroponic systems. The Autoflower Review uses new levels deluxe DWC system that features a venturi pump which allows water changes into a nearby sink. New level systems comes with everything you need to get going hydroponically with your budget in mind. We thank New Level for sponsoring our featured photo tent and allowing us to show you how superior they really are. Check out their systems at www.newlevelhydro.com. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, I was looking at some of those too. Um, and so I did buy a pre-buffered bag for some of the Mephesto ones in there. Uh, I, it was a very costly, so I, I didn't get a lot of it. <laughs> and then I realized I could do it myself, so that's what I did. But yeah, like I said... I don't, I don't know how it is in your part, but up here it's generally about twenty bucks for a bag of pre-buffered stuff. I uh, I generally use that two poor stuff, and it's fantastic. Like I, I've learned in it, and I continue to grow in it. It's it's good stuff. Um, that's what I wanted to ask you. Um, before I forget, those really good too. The grow dots you sent does that? Have you ever used those before? Uh, me personally, no. I have some that I'm planning on using. Uh, Mike did, however, he did a grow with them. And um, my understanding is you just you you dose it up to however many gallons of soil you're using or cocoa and uh, blend. I just feel like that with an automated system would be with an with auto flowers, and and you would just not really have to do much. You know, throw throw a, a trellis on it and walk away. Yeah, if you if you Do had an automated water, <laughs> yeah, an irrigation system that could auto water it for you with it with it in there, yeah. I think mm-hmm. uh, at some point during the grow, you may have to go in with a, a little bit of that recharge and, and put a little recharge into the the soil or the cocoa to help it along. I just but. I just love how how much it's is they've progressed in a short period of time. Um, you know, I will say I don't support a lot of the legalization because the laws behind it aren't really for the people, unfortunately. 
but it has allowed universities to study more in depth and actually prove to these people that no matter what, now they can't take it away. Um, they can always tax it, unfortunately, if you get it from them. <laughs> but um, so I love this community. I'm looking at these beans you, you sent me. G13, when I first started smoking, this was the cat's ass. G13, autofim from Silly Rabbit Genetics. E-S-I. That would be a good one. Yeah. I'm excited about that. <laughs> this is like a high school sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, we'll I've got a, I've got a good story about G13. I'll get to in another episode. But, uh, you know, I don't I don't know if you've ever had, like, a Sweetwater beer. Uh, but they actually mm-hmm. have an IPA called G13 that's modeled after that strain. Apparently, yes, the hop profile yes, it has is like a, a fish or something on it, I believe, or a, a, yeah. a fish or a lizard, and it has yeah, 804 yeah. or 851, eight, something like that. Yeah, I think they're out of Atlanta. I think that's where they are. Their brewery's from. But yeah, southeastern uh, beer is normally where you can find it. But yeah, they have one called G13, and it was, <laughs> I guess, the brewer tried to get the hop flavor as close to G13 as possible. So you Fantastic. crack open a bottle of that, and it's just this dank, dank smelling beer. I don't know what it was about. My buddy showed me that, uh, you know, after high school, we went to a hookah lounge, kind of off, way off subject. But he said, uh, "If you ever smelt a Bex," and I was like, "No." And he cracked it open. And if if you ever have a Bex next time, I haven't had one in years, but it it actually smells like weed. Uh, I mean, some uh, people anyways. even say like Heineken does too. You know, they've got that uh, unique hop profile. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just so I mean, personally, I, I, I get the, I, I don't like the corporate side of it, but it, it is cool that it's allowed universities and people to to infuse it. They have channels now where they're cooking with it. It's, they're more normalizing it. I wish they would be kind of sped up to normalize the next generation. So parents don't have to feel like they can't smoke a joint with their kid just because they were, you know, raised in the uh, reefer madness error, error, era, <laughs> error. <laughs> luck. Well, one by one, states are jumping on board. Have you ever done DWC in a two or three gallon? Um, I haven't. This is actually my first run at DWC, and I got I've got two five gallons. Oh, okay. Okay. That sangria I grew from Mephesto was seed to harvest in 101 days, and it gave me dried 7.5 ounces of trimmed flour, just bomb-bomb, and probably three ounces of larf and steak trim. Um, I'm just doing this little pot thing. Hey, brother. Can we wrap this up? I, I hate yeah, to yeah. cut it short. Um, it looks like uh, I'm needed outside. Sure. Um, I'll tell you what. Has seemed to have trouble. <laughs> All right. Well, but, uh, um, let me ask you two quick questions. Give me a, give me a real quick shot at these, these two questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, first one, you meet a new home grower. They uh they need some advice. What advice do you give them to get started home growing? Oh, okay. Let's see. Hmm. 
I don't like the approach that people say, keep it simple, stupid, but it is true. Don't overthink it. Um, secondly, look at anything that goes wrong as a learning experience, because eventually you're going to have to learn. If you really want to take this as a craft and not just a summer hobby ones, then you you want to know about you. It's almost like I get excited when errors happen because I know shit. I, I know what to do next time. I put too much CalMag or I didn't check my pH pin. I didn't calibrate it enough. You know what I mean? There's things like that. Um, maintenance. I would say that just maintenance, maintenance, you know. Right on. All right. Well, uh, the uh, um, second question is you got a new guy coming in to be a commercial grower. What kind of advice could you give him? Hi, this is Leanne from Hygrosyme. We are manufacturers of all natural, environmentally friendly supplements for your plants. Try Hygrosyme in your grow to prevent root rot, High Clean to clean your irrigation lines, High Shield for plant immunity, and our Hygroben, our newest product for yield boosting beneficials. Check us out on Instagram at Hygrosyme or at Hygrosyme for Growers and online at Hygrosyme.com. Oof. Commercial growing. I don't, I don't know enough about that. Um, I would say, uh, be honest or you probably won't make it far in the industry because this is the tight niche community for the ones that do last commercially are the ones that are the real people, not the ones that are actually just trying to go for money. You know, and I, and I use names like maybe jungle boys, stuff like that, that aren't just about profits. In my right opinion. On, cool. Cool. Well, that's, a, that's what, a solid what, answer. What would you say? I'm curious what your response would be. Maybe you have to ask this all the time for the first uh, question, though. If you see a new grower, a new grower, um, non commercial. You know, actually, no one's ever uh, Uno reverse carded me before. Um, pretty much, <laughs> got I would the Uno. probably say, I'd probably say, you know, find ask someone in the community to help you. Find find a, a mentor. You know, you don't have to follow it to a T. You can learn on your own as well. But find someone that'll that'll answer some questions for you because I know there's so many of us out there that'll help anybody who's got questions. You've got questions. We've all got answers for you. So feel That's free really to always solid. reach out, especially to the auto flower review community. That's what we're here for is to teach people. So reach out to us. Yeah. But right on. Well, I appreciate you coming out and, uh, on that note, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the smoking section. So if you aren't already, go follow him at dude.grows on Instagram. And don't forget to keep up with everything happening at the Autoflower Review. The easiest way to do that is to get into our Discord. You can find all kinds of info on growing, ask us questions, show us your grow, see our grows, whatever you want to do. Uh, pictures of our cultivars are uploaded weekly, so you'll be able to act, interact with me, Dude Grows, the rest of the team. The link for that's on our website and on our Instagram. And remember to like and add us to your favorites on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. As always, grow for good. Grow for good.